Okay, adjust your posture to be comfortable and stable. Check the legs, make sure that they are comfortable, that you're not consciously keeping them in place. Check the position of your hands, the distance of your elbows from your body. the level of your shoulders, the straightness of the back, head and neck centered so you don't have to consciously hold them in place, eyes conducive to meditation, mouth, teeth, tongue, resting in their natural places, with the tip of the tongue slightly touching the back part of the upper teeth. without worrying about how focused your mind is, or how distracted your mind is. Just bring your ability to recollect on the breath. Keep recalling the breath as much as you can, just observing the breath. Keeping your attention on the breath as much as you can. Have a part of your body, your mind check your body to make sure that it's comfortable, to make sure that it's stable. And if you need to make adjustments, make adjustments so you can achieve the comfort and stability that you need. your motivation, bring to mind your natural motivation, the reason why you want to meditate, and make it the highest motivation that you can.
stand, having found your posture, make a determination that you will not allow yourself to move under compulsion while meditating. Then continue to simply observe the breath, following the inhalations and exhalations for about 21 cycles. Recalling your motivation, make it into a strong, as strong of a determination as you can. And bring your attention to the point between your eyebrows, about an arm's length distance from you. And in that space, invoke the presence of your teacher, your guide, the embodiment of the goal you aspire to, the very means to achieve that goal. You visualize it appearing in a form made entirely of light, a form that when you see it, it inspires you to abandon what you need to abandon and to take up what you need to take up. Look in your mind, somewhere there, there's a measure of conviction, measure of faith, that indeed 
your guide is right in front of you at that in that space holding on to that measure of faith and conviction take refuge holding on to that measure of faith and conviction. Show your reverence in your mind, prostrate. With a heart of gratitude, make offerings. Purify your mind through the powers of intelligent regret, refuge, restraint, and an antidote.
Let your mind take delight in goodness. Rejoice in goodness in whatever measure it manifests within you or in others. Turn your mind to the teacher in front of you and how everywhere teachers have appeared as they're communicating to all of them. Beg them to please teach. Teach beings the true means to achieve real happiness the real means to truly be free of all their troubles. Ask them to please stay, not to abandon beings until we are all free, completely free. Think of the meditation that you're about to do and dedicate the positive potentials that you've just gained through this preliminaries to the success of your meditation.
ask the teacher to come to the crown of your head. Feel now the presence about and palms distance above your head with the teacher facing the same direction as you are. Appearing still in a very bright form. And affirm that this is the very goal that you aspire to, embodied in this form. And strongly wishing to be free of whatever obstacles are preventing you from manifesting these qualities now. Wish that you become free of them. And as you make this strong wish, with your mind turned towards the teacher, see yourself receiving blessings in the form of a light descending from the teacher's heart, bright white in the center, encircled by a halo of rainbow-colored lights, which enters you through the crown of your head and grants you the blessings that you request, freeing you of your obstacles, empowering you with the qualities that you need.
softly focusing on the form above your head as being the embodiment of what you aspire to. sense of wishing to be inseparable is developing and let it get stronger and stronger of your aspiration, the form of the future dissolves into a point of light and it descends through the crown of your head, merging with your mind at your heart center. Whatever degree, whatever measure of affirmation you have that this has actually happened, your mind and the teacher's mind have become inseparable. Hold on to it. attention back to your breath. Staying aware of the breath, slowly become aware of your body once more. you need.
Okay, everyone. Uh, hello, welcome. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much. I uh, always say that, right? <laughs> uh, I'm going to describe a form of uh, breathing me mindfulness meditation that also incorporates a form of gaining insight. Okay. Uh, it's a very ancient form of meditation. I mean, as far as Buddhism is concerned. Uh, it's very easy to do. And it's somewhat of, a, of an antidote to, uh, I guess a lot of people complain about this kind of uh, a mind when they try to meditate. You know, a mind that talks too much. Okay. And uh, most of us, you know, we have minds that we talk in, in, our, in our heads. And, and, and this is really for someone, not just someone who finds themselves talking a lot in their head, but it's somewhat uh, of a, it's overdone. And we even find it where, while you're doing a meditation on whatever object and you find yourself thinking about, am I doing it right? No, I, no, I messed up. No, I'm, I'm, think, I'm, I'm still talking to myself. I should stop talking to myself. Okay, well now I should stop talking to myself. Wait a minute. Was I talking to myself? I think I should. I think I was talking to myself. And it just keeps on going circular, circular, and then you get in, so wrapped up in it and we f completely forget about whatever is it, it was that we were uh, meditating on. And this is not only uh, a way to calm the, the mind when you are meditating, but also if you're someone who, uh, what's that word? Worry what? Right? <laughs> if you're a worry what, and you find yourself excessively, I mean, it's good to worry, you know, when it's uh, okay, but when we do it excessively, when you find yourself in that train of worrying too much, and then it sort of like overtakes you, and you can't seem to uh, stop it. So this is the kind of meditation you can start do at that moment, so it's sort of a calm that that uh, activity. Okay. Um, before getting to explaining the meditation, just one uh, brief thing uh, about uh, two things in the in the preliminary: asking the teacher to turn the wheel of the to teach, which is. Properly, uh, the term is ask the, the teacher to, to turn the wheel of the Dharma and asking the teacher to stay. And this has to do sort of like a, a recreating what happened after the Buddha uh, achieved enlightenment under the Bodhi tree, where Indra and uh, Brahma came to the Buddha and they asked him, they made an offering and said, please now turn the wheel of the Dharma. Now, this is, uh, it seems like a very uh, Simple thing, but it's actually uh, in Buddhism is a it's a it's a f monumental occurrence for a Dharma to be brought to a world where the Dharma w w did not exist before, or to, to a time when the Dharma is no longer av uh, around. And when they, when they say Dharma, they're referring to the method to reach true liberation, okay, to reach Nirvana, and then. And everything else involved that has to do with uh, also reaching Buddhahood, and that's not something that just anybody can do. Only a fully enlightened Buddha can do. You can be a fully enlightened arhat. I mean, uh, you can be a, a, a fully realized arhat, a pratika Buddha, but 
you cannot do such a thing. Okay, that is go to a world where the dharma no where the, not, where the dharma is, is not existing, and then turn the wheel of the dharma. That is start the process rolling where beings are actually engaged in a path where they reach true emancipation. That is only something that only a fully enlightened Buddha can do, and this understanding is universal. No matter what form of Buddhism you practice, that is something that is understood, that only a Buddha can do. And that is why, that is the fundamental reason why uh, a bodhisattva, uh, uh, someone aspires to, uh, to become a bodhisattva, so that they can be among those rare beings who can actually do th such a thing. Okay. Now, if the Dharma is already in a world, it has already been turned by a Buddha, then other beings come and what they do is so just like keeping the wheel turning, so, so, so to speak. And you can sort of imagine like a, a big wheel and then only someone of a certain strength can sort of get the momentum going. And once the, the wheel is turning, then others can just add whatever measure of strength they have to just to keep it going. Okay. So other beings who are not Buddhas, fully enlightened Buddhas, can keep the wheel turning. So when you're making the request to turn the wheel of the Dharma, so you're sort of uh, turning your mind to wherever uh, a fully enlightened being, I don't know, just for the sake of, uh, of, of, I don't know, saying it, just imagine someone accidentally becomes a Buddha. I mean, okay. you know it's impossible, right? Just in case somebody order, you know, uh, uh, accidentally appears as a, somebody becomes a Buddha in the world somewhere, right? So unless they are requested to turn the will of the Dharma, they, they cannot turn the will of they, they will not turn the will of the Dharma. It has to be it has to be a formal request, and that is the reason why uh, uh, I don't know you can call it a legend or the story or whatever. That's why they said that Indra and Brahma had to request the Buddha to to teach. Otherwise, he would have just said, sat there under the tree uh, for not, for I don't know. Uh, many years or many uh, for the entire duration of his life unless someone say please turn the wheel of the Dharma okay so you, you're sort of like acting like Brahma and Indra and you, you're, you're, you're doing that on behalf of of all beings everywhere where a Buddha happens to appear and it's, and this is sounds like a very uni very uh, general kind of a request but it also should be very specific okay the reason why you're sitting down and meditating you have a specific reason, a specific goal, a specific uh, agenda. And you have a specific need for a specific type of dharma that is, that is specific to you, to your, to your, to your mentality, to your uh, uh, personality. And you're also asking for specifically for that type of dharma also. Okay. What, what dharma do I need to practice right now so I can uh, get, uh, get to my next level? So you're you're asking for that, and you're also asking on behalf of wherever beings are and wherever uh, teachers have appeared, and you're asking them on behalf of those who don't really know what they're supposed to do. You're, you're doing that for them on their behalf. Please teach, and specifically, not just teach people how to you know, uh, um, you know, have some sort of skill so they can get a bit nice job, but specifically, what do they need to do so they can reach true emancipation, so they can have true happiness, so they can truly be free of their problems. And in the same way, uh, when you read that uh, Ananda, it was up to Ananda,
to ask the Buddha to stay, but Ananda didn't ask the Buddha to stay. Okay. Now don't go on blaming Ananda. Okay, being angry at Ananda. <laughs> that was our karma that Ananda didn't get to ask. Okay, not just karma, not just Ananda's karma. So it's sort of like uh, we we remember that you're asking them not only to turn the wheel of Dharma, but also to stay with us, because we need your inspiration constantly. We need the inspiration of enlightened beings constantly. And you turn your mind not just to the fully enlightened Buddhas, but all beings who, are, who have the capacity to turn the Dharma. Those who, are, who have the capacity to do this monumental thing of studying the Dharma new in the world, or those who are, have the capacity to keep it going, like Bodhisattvas, uh, uh, Dakas, Dakinis, and whatever degree, of, uh, degree they may have on the path, Aryas, okay? All of them. We're asking all of them to stay especially the Buddhas, to stay. And, and that's the general request, but also the request, specific request for you. You're asking the Buddha, the, the teacher, to stay in your life. Because especially we have no idea what seeds are uh, dormant in our minds and what kind of a life we will have, you know, how, how will our life end up later. We may end up, uh, we have seeds in our minds, some, some situation happens, uh, and then we find ourselves turning away from the Dharma. So, especially at those moments when we need inspiration so we can stay in the Dharma, we want the teacher to stay. Okay? So we beg the teacher to stay in our lives. So those are the two things I wanted to uh, bring attention to. Now, I'll explain the, uh, the, uh, the meditation. Okay? So, you find yourself in a, uh, your mind running, what is it, a million miles an hour, and then you can't seem to put a break to, uh, on it, okay? And for some people, it's not just something that happens, uh, uh, you know, once in a while. For some people, it seems to be going on all the time. And, it, and to the point where it, even it affects your sleeping patterns. Yes you, yes, you go to sleep, you sleep for about 10 hours, but for some reason, you still feel you didn't get any rest. Why? Because Maybe your body was, uh, it seemed like it was resting, but there was all this thing going on, activity going on in your mind, causing you not to truly have a true uh, uh, rest. Okay? So, this meditation has this added advantage. Okay? That's not the ultimate goal of it, of course, the ultimate goal of all meditation is to reach uh, at least nirvana. Okay? So, uh, the added advantage of this meditation is that it also calms this this sort of uh, uh, agitation in the mind, okay? And it's, it's very easy to do, and you can start experiencing its benefit in the first session, okay? You begin by deliberately calming the, uh, uh, your posture, so make sure that uh, your posture is in such a, uh, such a place that you will not need, and this is very important, you will not need to consciously hold it in place. That is, a part of your mind can just focus mainly on the meditation. Okay? While the other mind, watching the mind doing the meditation. <laughs> okay? So, you make sure your posture is uh, okay, and then you go back to just uh, the, like the very beginning of what we were doing, just observing the, the breath. Okay? And as you observe the breath, you deliberately are also observing the body. So for you, the body is both the physical gross body and also the breath. So when, you, when you're thinking body, 
automatically you should have in your mind the physical body and the breath. So what you're observing is the physical body and also the movement of the breath. In whatever way the breath is presenting itself to you. The, the, the lungs expanding and contracting, the, the sensation of warmth you feel at the nose, or the, the, some of you may even be able to be sensitive enough to feel the breath within the lungs or moving through the, uh, uh, the throat. Okay? So whatever measure of awareness you're able to have on the breath, you just begin with that. Okay? And don't force anything, don't chase away anything. Okay? You're just aware of the breath and aware of the, uh, of the body, the physical body. And after a while, when you've sensed a sort of like a, 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 a shift in your awareness, and it it's, it's just has to do with a sense of calmness, all of a sudden you start to feel a sense of calmness uh, in the body, in the physical body. And that's your point now to start talking in your mind. Either using words, verbally talking in your mind, or, uh, or, you know, or just pure abstractly uh, uh, thinking in your mind, in, or just concepts, uh, wordless concepts, okay? And, and it has to do with telling yourself, I am aware of the breath. I am aware of the breath. I am aware of the breath. I am aware of the body. I am aware of the body of the breath. And you just continue for that for a while. And after you, and and then you you notice uh, uh, another uh, degree of calmness taking. And as you notice the other degree of calmness, and you say, "I'm aware of the breath, and my body is calming. I'm aware of the breath, and my body is calming." And you just keep keep saying that in your mind, either with words or with, with just with a concept. And then the breath will be will gain uh, a, a, a deeper degree of calmness the body will have a degree deeper deeper degree of calmness then perhaps your awareness is so becoming a bit sharper then you're able to actually be aware of of distinctively of the inhalation and the exhalation and you're able to conceptually uh, I, uh, isolate them and then you now uh, if you're able to do that then just then just uh, make that affirmation or that uh, awareness. I'm aware of the inhalation and my body is calming. I'm aware of the exhalation and my body is calming. And if you're feeling, if already there's anxiety coming along because as soon as you're saying, I'm aware of the inhalation and and before you say, my body is calming, already there's exhalation. You say, oh no, I missed the exhalation and you go into the mind going, blah, 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 blah. Oh no, 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 no. Don't go there. <laughs> If if you're aware of one, in, if you're aware of the inhalation and you say it, and just that you're just aware of that inhalation. Forget about the breath going on to the next uh, exhalation, or is now in the inhalation. And when you're aware of the inhalation, that's the next time you think next thing you're aware of. Just be aware of that. Just say I'm aware of that. Okay, it's just whatever that is, it is that you are aware of when you're when you're saying it, and then add to it, my body is calm, my body is calming. And use whatever word you know uh, you want to say. You want to say, uh, uh, "I'm attentive to the breath, and my body is calming, or my body is calm. I'm I am uh, aware of the breath, or I'm uh, paying attention. Whatever uh, words uh, will be will be more suitable for you, okay? And as you continue, continue, and whenever you notice a, a degree of of, of uh, a profundity in the calmness that you're experiencing, then you shift, okay? So the first shift was. The first one was just uh, uh, just being aware, and then you start saying it, 
And the second time you, it, it is the, the dis- making a distinction between the, the inhalation and exhalation. And the next shift that you, uh, degree of uh, awareness, you, 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 next, next degree of calmness you, you become aware of, then you now shift it to the mind. Okay? And it shouldn't be just, and when you shift to the mind, just like you have a palpable sensation of the body calming, you should also have a palpable sensation of the mind calming down. It shouldn't be just words, my mind is calming down. It should be, uh, you, sh- you should have an actual palpable sensation of the mind or substantial sensation, awareness of the mind. And you say, and you now you, you sh- sh- switch, shift to my mind is calming down. Because that's, that's where you want to end up with, right? Because it was the mind going da 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 da. It wasn't the body going da 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 da. So now you, you're, at that, you're at that level. Then you can say, I'm aware of the inhalation and the mind is calm. I'm aware of the exhalation and the mind is calm. And once you reach a certain degree of palpable sensation of the mind being calm, and then the ta da 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 is, is, is sufficiently uh, uh, subdued, then you can actually use this now to actually focus on a positive quality. You can uh, say, I'm... Uh, or I'm, I'm attentive to the breath, or I'm aware of the breath, or I'm aware of inhalation or exhalation, and then you say, I'm, and then I am experiencing boundless love, something like that, okay? And then, and whenever you get to a point, just like you had, you started with the physical, actual, palpable sensation of the calmness in the body, and a calmness in the breath, and a calmness in in the in the mind, and you should also have a palpable feeling of boundless love. Okay. There should be some phenomena occurring that you're aware of that you can properly label boundless love. Okay? And you continue with that, continue with that. And when you're almost blissed out, then you can uh, come out of the meditation. Okay? <laughs> and you can say, and, and then make your dedication, and then get up, and then see. And if, uh, if you were in, a, uh, in the office, for example, and you find a certain amount of time where you can actually... Uh, where you, that's this state of mind was overcoming you, overpowering you. Then, if you find a space where you can actually do this meditation, you can do this meditation. Okay. And once, of course, you know you have to be back attending to the work. Then you attend, uh, go back to attending your work. Okay. Right. I hope that was enough explanation. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna give a little. Sh- uh, spiel, spiel. <laughs> Every once in a while now, about I've, I've said it already last time. I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to keep saying it. Every once in a while, okay. Uh, Sometimes I just say it just like this: <laughs> Beware of justifiable anger. That's it. <laughs> it's time to give uh, the opposite. Uh, uh, at the opposite emotion, the opposite attitude, uh, a fair chance. Okay, we had enough experiment with hatred. Okay. All right. So, the posture. And the thing you want to establish is that you don't need to consciously hold it in place. From the legs all the way to the head and neck.
So you bring your awareness back to the point where the teacher became one with your mind. start to have a, just a simple observation of the breath. Now the part of your mind just being aware of the body, physical body also, as you just continue to just be aware of the breath. As soon as you notice that shift in degree of calmness, then you begin with the words.
make a strong wish that all beings everywhere reach true happiness and be free forever of all troubles. Dedicate the merits of your meditation Staying aware of your breath, slowly become aware of your physical body again. <laughs> 